0: Hello and welcome to the Relationship Anxiety Podcast. I'm your host Mikael, and today we are talking about nitpicking. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to the podcast. I hope you guys have some fun plans going into this 3-day Labor Day weekend. Um I was realizing I have not done a podcast episode on nitpicking. And I don't know how This hasn't happened yet because wanting to nitpick your partner less is one of the top things people often come to me with, the thing that people want to stop doing. And so I want to talk to you guys today about nitpicking and really understanding why this happens and how we can work on it. So first thing is, what is nitpicking? A lot of times when I talk about nitpicking or I hear clients talk about it, it's when you are really looking at all the tiny little things in your partner. You're looking for the flaws, trying to find the areas where they might be messing up. Um, and a lot of times with, when we talk about nitpicking, you know, it's not these very significant things that they're... They are really tiny Uh, and most of us want to be kind, loving partners and looking at our partner through this nitpicky, critical lens doesn't align with that. So naturally, when we do this, we start beating ourselves up and we start criticizing ourselves for nitpicking. So we have a thought about how our partner is just not productive enough, and we either in our heads are constantly thinking about all the ways they're not productive enough, or we make little comments here and there about like, you just didn't use your time very well on that thing. And maybe we outright tell them they're not productive enough, but a lot of times nitpicking will show up in this more passive way where we make these tiny comments, Or it's even just in our head, we're thinking and thinking about all the ways that they're not doing it right or good enough. And then after that, what we do is we beat ourselves up for it. Like, you are such an awful partner. How could you be thinking about him or her that way? Why are you like this? And what we do is we nitpick ourselves for nitpicking our partner. And we get stuck in this vicious cycle of nitpicking our partner and then noticing, crap, I'm doing that again, that thing I didn't want to do. And then beating ourselves up and nitpicking ourselves in all the ways that we are being too harsh and critical on our partner. Maybe with a resolve to do better never do it again. And it only shows up again and again. So I think the first thing that's so, so important to recognize is rather than just picking yourself apart for nitpicking, is to understand why you're nitpicking. And when I say that, a lot of you, your mind might jump to, oh, well, maybe it is because something really is wrong with my partner. But pausing your anxiety for a sec, is I want you to think about what nitpicking is protecting You from. Like, if we were to just go cold turkey and never nitpick again, what is your brain afraid might happen? Often, we are afraid of things going wrong in our relationship, not feeling in love with our partner having dysfunction, other people judging us. And we worry these fears might happen because of our partner's behavior. So like, let's say again, maybe your partner, you you nitpick how productive he is, how much stuff he gets done. And you might worry if you aren't with a productive person that that could mean down the road you just feel overwhelmed and stressed and you have too much on your plate and um, you're going to resent your partner. Or maybe you fear that because they're not as productive as you think they should be that other people are going to judge you and think, wow, her husband's so lazy or whatever it is. So... If you are afraid of other people's judgment or you're afraid of this future feeling of resentment towards your partner, then your brain's going to work really, really hard to make sure that fear doesn't happen. And how do we do that? We do that through nitpicking. Our brain is often afraid to stop nitpicking because it thinks if I don't nitpick, then he really is going to be this unproductive person and I'm going to resent him or other people really will judge him. So I need to nitpick to make sure those things don't happen. So nitpicking is our brain's way of trying to protect us from whatever that thing you're afraid of is. Thinks, okay, if I can just make this comment, then I can fix him or her and then I can make sure that thing that I'm afraid of won't happen. Like, if I don't say anything about how productive he is, then all my fears might really come true. This is how your brain thinks. So, I want you to acknowledge and recognize, rather than nitpicking yourself for it, for your nitpicking, is being able to step back and realize, like, wait, my brain is actually well-intended here. It's trying to keep me safe from what it thinks is scary and dangerous in the future. And it thinks the way to do that is by nitpicking my partner. Now we can, we'll get in in a sec about why that doesn't actually work. But knowing like in a backwards way, your brain is really, really trying to help in the best way possible. And often that might be why when you try so, so hard To stop nitpicking, it feels kind of impossible to you because it feels important. It feels very important to your brain. And so it kind of almost will go against the grain a little bit internally to just drop it altogether. Um, Your brain will be like, but wait, if we just stop nitpicking, these things are gonna happen. So it becomes this internal battle within yourself. So I think it's so important to recognize and be compassionate with yourself when this nitpicking comes up. And very often when we nitpick, it is just a reflection of also how we tend to treat ourselves. That same critical lens you tend to look at your partner with is that same lens that you look at yourself with. You expect yourself to have no flaws, to be perfectly productive, to do all the things, life, hobbies, personality, relationships, all of it you expect yourself to do perfectly. And you are very, very... Hyper monitoring how you do things to make sure you're living up to that standard and when you don't you criticize yourself you beat yourself up for not doing things the right way the way you're supposed to be doing it or at least the way you think you're supposed to be doing it and often nitpicking Yourself, your partner is all rooted in perfectionism, which is thinking like you have to do everything perfect and your partner needs to do everything perfect, which is an impossibly high standard. We all know that rationally, that we can't actually be perfect. But yeah, a lot of times our more illogical side thinks, but yeah, I can be. And nitpicking is going to be the way to get there. And that perfectionism is a way, again, to protect yourself from other people's judgments, things you're afraid of in the future. You strive to make yourself and your relationship perfect. And we think criticizing is the way to do it. Now, the reason it doesn't work is one, when you say something, your partner might change, it's possible. They could change temporarily. It does happen. But often, they are shutting down. They might feel shut down by it. No one really generally likes being criticized. So, even if it maybe changes behavior, at best, it's temporary. Or something that internally unless your partner does their own work and processing on, they might feel some resentment for. It. Now, on the other hand, what you might have happen is they're able to brush it off. They don't take it too seriously, but that often equates to they're still doing the same thing. Nitpicking, again, may it make a temporary change, but it doesn't truly change a person. It doesn't actually make them different. I want you to even think about moments that you've nitpicked your partner or nitpicked yourself. What happened? Maybe you felt frustrated. They felt frustrated. There's an attempt to try to force yourself to be better or they're trying to force themselves to be better. But often we just go back to the same behaviors because that critical lens does not motivate anyone to change. It doesn't motivate your partner to change. It doesn't motivate you to change. We think it'll work because I think often we almost think of when we nitpick, it's like a parent trying to discipline a child. And we think, okay, if I just like tell the child no enough, (laughs) then they'll stop. But even in parenting, a lot of times that doesn't work. Telling kids no just often reinforces the thing you don't want. And while there's a time and place for that, just focusing on all the things the kid does wrong does not foster the love and behavior you do want. So similarly, you beating yourself up, you nitpicking your partner, doesn't really foster the behavior you want. You think it will, that's what we're trying to do. But often, at best, it creates temporary change. So... Knowing, like, nitpicking doesn't actually work. As well-intended as your brain might be, as much as it might be trying to keep you safe, it doesn't actually make change. Because ultimately, other people are going to do what they want to do. We cannot control another human being. We have a hard time controlling ourselves 100% of the time. And we try really, really hard to do that. But ultimately, your partner is going to be who they want to be. And when you nitpick and try to control, all you're doing is creating tension and frustration within yourself. So every time your partner isn't as productive as you think they should be, they aren't as clean, they don't do this, they don't do that. You feel frustrated. You feel tense. You feel less love. Because of all the nitpicking. And it doesn't actually really change them. They still do the things. And I even know <laughs> I have a personal, I'm, I have a stubborn streak. And so if someone criticizes or nitpicks me, I dig my heels in deeper. Say, nope, this is what I'm doing. This is how I do it. And so very well that happens with your partner. might even happen with you, right? When you nitpick yourself is there's a side of you that says, nope, we're going to keep doing this. That digs in even deeper. And that's why as we work on being less nitpicky, it's also very, very important to be kind and compassionate to yourself with your nitpicking behaviors. Because if you're really beating yourself up for it, the more likely you are to dig your heels in and continue the behavior as much as you don't want to. So being gentle with yourself as you work on this. Don't forget. Now, here are a few tips that I find very helpful for working on your nitpicking. So one is create space between the nitpicking And your partner. And what I mean by that is a lot of times there's that behavior we don't like. And immediately this flood of thoughts come to our head. And we feel this urge and desire to immediately blurt out whatever it is. To hurry and say the thing so we can control. And in between all those thoughts, the critical things going through our head and saying something, we need to create some space because a lot of times it just happens so immediately. So even just taking a breath after your brain says all the things, it's taking a breath and noticing that desire to hurry and say something. Can you slow it down? Even if you still say something, Could you wait? Can you create a little bit more time in between that desire to say something and actually saying something? And as we slow down nitpicking and delay it, it tends to help not need to impulsively say something as quickly and lessen it. The next thing that I find really helpful is to remember that every single human being has flaws. And I know this seems really obvious, but I think when we're in nitpicking mode, we forget that. We are expecting our partner to be perfect. And I love what one of my coaches, what she said is, when you are dating around, lots of different people, you have the date with someone who's fun, someone who's cool. You have a date with someone that's kind of a little bit weird and a little bit awkward. You have all these different dates. But when you're dating one person, you get a mix, (laughs) which is when you're in a committed relationship with someone, there are moments where you might think, wow, they're cool, they're attractive. And there's also moments where, oh, they're weird, they're awkward, that we still have that mix when we're dating, it's just all built into one person. There are sides to all of us. And your partner has some sides, some things, some attributes that maybe we don't like as much. And that is just part of the package of the person you're getting. So remembering that every human's going to have flaws when you're with them and I think it can be so grounding to know that when your mind is expecting perfection from them. Next thing is reminding yourself that you have no control over how another person behaves. And I think this idea can be both freeing and anxiety provoking at the same time. And it might be a little scary at first to realize you can't control your partner, but Once you truly start living out of that, it really is the most freeing thing to take away this obligation you've put on yourself to make sure your partner behaves the right way. And then lastly is turning it back on you, is looking in the mirror. When you have some behavior that's happening with your partner that you really don't like and you're wanting to control, is asking yourself, why is it a problem for you? What do you make it mean about you as a person? What insecurity within you is this bringing up? So often I see a big fear, a thing that people often focus on. Is Is their partner social enough? Are they likable and do they have the right personality Um, And often when we explore, what it comes back to is, even if they think they're likable, is maybe that's a personality trait that they've worked very, very hard to develop because they have a strong fear of being rejected from other people. They're very afraid of being awkward. They're afraid of people disliking them. And so they work hard to compensate and prevent that. And then you add in this partner that we see as a reflection of ourselves, this partner that we cannot control, and it brings up that insecurity all over again. We fear other people not liking us or thinking we're sociable enough, and so we nitpick how our partner acts. We want them to be liked because we believe it's necessary for us to be liked. So whenever there's something that you're really hung up on and you're super nitpicking, your partner is turning it back to what is it within me, what is my own insecurity that I am trying to prevent? And that's where all the fun work really starts. So whenever you notice that desire to nitpick create space Breathe, slow it down. Remember, whoever you're with is going to have flaws and turn it back on yourself and question and explore what insecurity is deep within you that makes you want to nitpick your partner. All right, thanks so much for tuning in today, you guys a beautiful weekend. Talk next week. Bye.